on the advice of their lawyers and also their doctors. Off the Perch podcast would like to inform all listeners that the opinions expressed in these recordings are solely personal and do not reflect the views of any organizations they are associated with. As such, if you are offended by any content herein, please contact Off the Perch directly and they will be addressed live on the next show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Perch. We were on assignment last week at uh, multiple weddings. Yes. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with multiple weddings. I was in Poland looking for more Patrick Kamala's, and things happened. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the band is still playing. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I was in uh, Nevada looking at some 4,000 year old posts. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it is Steve. It's Chris. It's Pat. And um, we didn't win. We, we didn't lose. We didn't lose. It felt no. by the end of it, it did. That feel... was. I mean, that was a loss. I, like, yeah, it's, that was a loss. Yeah, based on how the first half went, it it is not massively disappointing. It's pretty disappointing that we didn't get out of there with a win. Um, just just as because of how much control we exhibited in the first half of that game. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've I've cooled down a little bit. I've I have a slightly more nuanced uh, look at the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was I mean I was like on the verge of like going completely apeshit, just punching holes in every wall in my house because um, I, I I just I just don't know how they didn't win that game. Yeah. I mean, is it, is it wrong to blame it on the Cadence sub? Because I feel like the wheels just fell off when he was brought on the field. I would blame it more on the Josie sub. Well, um, yeah. I feel like Caden came, like we had, he had to come on at some point just because he has to go back out there and play. But you can obviously tell that it, like the break kind of like, he has to like get like get his bearings back essentially. Uh, it felt he felt very you know didn't feel like his normal like normal self, which is to be expected. He he just had an appendectomy and like he was away for a few weeks, um, but not not his usual uh, not his usual self. Yeah, yeah. I, where I'm at is more like I mean the game should have been put away. Like it, it's simple oh, yeah. as. Yeah, by and that it's point not it like, should have been, yes. I, th- this is not like a knock on the forwards who I thought, I mean, between the two of them had another excellent game. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There is sort of this lack of killer instinct that I do think will be fixed over time. I don't think that, I, I, I don't think that it's like symbolic of the lack of, of, of a supposed lack of quality um, in forward and attacking players that we have. Um, but I, ju- I mean, I, I just don't know how you could... I. I I'm trying to think of the last time I saw us dominate a game to, to that extent, like for, through the first 60 minutes. Like, I, I, I truly cannot remember. I mean, Toronto couldn't get the ball out of, like, their own final third. Yeah. Because every single time they tried to play a forward pass, um, like, one of the midfielders would step through it and win the ball, like, easier than I've ever seen anyone I've, win the I've ball at, never at the professional seen, level. Yeah, I've never seen such easy takeaways than what I saw in that game where we just it was, essentially it was it was it was so basic and rudimentary where it's like are you guys actually like are, are yeah you, 
playing. And Toronto looked gassed at the end of the first half. Like yeah. they, 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 they could not wait for the halftime whistle. And then I, I really like from that situation of from Toronto's perspective being being completely gassed can't wait for the halftime whistle and then you can like but you've gotten to halftime at nil nil and then you concede within 50 seconds of the restart like they should have been deflated and they and and I think they were but again sort of in the same way I don't know how much it really parallels the Philly game but like in the, the same way that I just felt we got too stretched against um, against Philly. Mm. There was sort of the same thing going on. We're like, their goal, I don't blame the goalkeeper. I mean, you can, I guess, I don't know. But for me, it comes from the fact that like that was the first time in the entire game that Toronto had uh, the, the opportunity to knock the ball around midfield just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then they play the ball out wide into a little bit of space because we were, we were, quite stretched and like more stretched than we needed to be yeah um i i you know talking about like we completely dominated the game we should have been up before the first minute i don't know what carmona was thinking with the ball in the box like yeah yeah he panicked take one step to the left that's all you need to do in that situation like and it was forgivable at the time yeah like he's young like he's a kid he's still figuring out the system and all that like i'm not going to hold it against him but mm-hmm. like you know that that and then the goal a minute into the second half and we're walking away with three points yeah. Mm. um yeah carmona had like i don't want to put too much on him because like he had like a very hot and cold game like his bad moments were bad but his good moments his good moments were good it also just felt like at times he wasn't in sync with the rest with with the forwards, where he kind of caused like like a desync between like the kind of the, the attack we had. Um, but then there was moments like that that you know like that led to the, the goal in, in the second half. Like there was you know very on and off game, um, which I mean it's to be expected. He's he's a young player and, and he'll he'll kind of work out those kinks as as he as he matures and stuff. But it was it was frustrated to see it as it was as it was happening i i think just briefly we did sort of see again and really the last two games like one of one of sort of the 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 drawbacks of of uh counter pressing system is that like it's pretty much impossible to play uh from desperation um which which is what we've had to do after conceding like two really shitty second half goals mm. um, from games that we were in control of. And like, like when, I don't know, when uh, you have a team that scores from a position where they really shouldn't, and then is sort of content to get one point and can kind of sit back. And then like, like you have already been stretched. And so you're worried about playing the high line. And so like noticeably our back line was dropping, was, was maybe five, six, seven yards deeper than they usually are in the last like half hour of that game. Um, And I couldn't help but think that like, like it's like all of a sudden we concede a goal and, and, uh, and the need, it it becomes like Sean Dyche, like, like proper soccer, but like, like we're not, we don't know how to do that. Like Sean Dyche, like four, four, two, like lob the ball up. Yeah, we play a lot. Your own of, side of the field. Once like, they score that, we goal, don't know how to play like that. Yeah, 
once they so you started seeing the panic creep in when Josie subbed in, like I mentioned earlier, but like our frame broke, like shattered the moment they got mm-hmm. the equalizer. Where like after that happened, mentally we were just gone. Like the, like the the what we had displayed the first 40, 50 minutes of the game out the window. Like we just had we lost entirely. There maybe there were hints of it coming back near the end of the game. Um, but it was basically done and dusted once they scored the equalizer. Um, like to the point where like all Toronto was doing basically when they got the ball was just passing it to Soteldo, Soteldo running down and then Duncan not knowing like how to like defend against him. And every moment was just like a, like a heart attack, like waiting to happen. Um, they exploited Duncan basically from mm-hmm. the six, from the, their goal onwards um, we were fortunate that they didn't get another goal because there were some moments that were very dicey. Um, credit to the, I guess, the rest of the back line who, who uh, um, uh, all in all had a good game, w- w- like withstanding the goal. Um, it just felt like at that point, every, it, the team was just mentally done. They had just kind of broken and they were just like, let's get out, let's, let's try to escape with like, it wasn't even like it's the point where they were trying to escape with with just a point. It just, it just felt very odd to see, like they just were kind of aimless. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, uh, by the end of the game, I was convinced we were going to lose. Like I was, I was convinced we were going to give up another ridiculous goal just because we weren't playing our style, and they looked like they were okay with that at points. Yeah. Oh no! By the end, I was I was ecstatic that we got we got out of there with a point. Yeah, just I was just happy I didn't have to see the mural ad again. <laughs> MSG has like four commercials (laughs) um one thing I was just going to mention going back to the first half like it's just frustrating because like Omar Gonzalez is like a gargoyle he doesn't he's just like a person a defender that doesn't move and you can run around him and exploit it and it just it's so frustrating that we didn't exploit it more or we didn't take advantage of it more to, to, to score like another one or two goals. Like I think someone pointed out the fact like we, we should have been four up four nothing going into the half. Yeah. Um, which is super, super frustrating. Hey, I'm just happy that we played Toronto twice and didn't have to face taxi either game. And All like, right. Yeah. And we're done. Lewis was like, Oh, we might play them, you know, in the playoffs. I'm like one, if they figure out how to sneak into the playoffs, we are not going to be a high enough seed where we would actually be facing each other. So, like, I don't think we need to worry about that. Listen, at this point, they're kind of coming off like the it's it's like at the same point, I'm disappointed we lost, but then also this is a team now that is playing their set game at home after 16 months. They're playing under what I mean, for all we know, is a competent manager now. I mean. We don't. We've only seen two games out of Javier Perez, but it's better than Chris Armas. Um, so I feel like they just had, at a certain point, they realized like they had. Let's show up for our fans. Let's kind of go out there with more energy. Um, but I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know what we'll see from the from them the rest of the season. They can probably sneak into the playoffs. I mean, they have the they have the pretty much the same roster that they had last year. Um, so yeah. Um, I just want to say, um, I hate you, Don Dwyer. Please stop playing the game of soccer. Holy shit. I'm, I hate him. Like, he's like, like, 
I don't know, Steve, like when people like talk about players that you don't like in MLS, people always say, oh, like Steven Lenhart um, is like up there. Like for me, that's that was probably like the earlier, like the proto Dom Dwyer. Dom Dwyer is just a dick. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's just, he's, he is the Jeff Bezos of, <laughs> of uh, MLS. <laughs> like he knows no he's likes. a piece of shit. He doesn't give a fuck. And he will remain a piece of shit, only like getting larger in size. <laughs> um, hopefully, we can, you know, ship him off to space and never have to see him again. But so yeah, commercial flights. I'm like, I, I said it last night to Larissa um, that I I hate him so much that I'm happy that Toronto is playing back in Toronto because now he doesn't even get to be in the same country as his family. I'm happy about that. I'm happy he doesn't get to see his kids. He doesn't get to see his wife. He doesn't get to go home. Like, this is a good thing to me. That is how much I hate Don Dwyer. That's intense, but I I, I probably agree. Where's the lie? Where's the lie, though? Um... Do we want to talk about Struber subs? Do we think that he was playing cautious because we have DC this weekend? Like, I, I feel like the game was screaming for 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 CCJ, and oh, yeah. like, oh yeah, uh, like at the moment when when the first sub came in it was for for like Clark, yes, Clark was a given that he was gonna get subbed in. Um, but then like as the, as the the second half kept rolling on, I was just like this game needs ccj like this it just needs casara it just it needs it and when it didn't come it's just like all right he i feel like he's saving him for dc but it's just like at a certain point just send him off for a few minutes and see what happens no yeah i would have i would have rather liked to see ccj come in and instead of clark to be honest um and that was even when the the move was made I, i still don't think Caden was ready. If we were up by multiple goals, then yeah, throw him in, but only right. one. Send out the guy that ha- is tied for most goals on the team. <laughs> I don't know how that's... I mean, that's just crazy to me, but send him out there to push for one more goal and then bring on Caden and then see how he's doing. You know, I there was a point last night where I thought I was like Struber was going to sub Caden out like he did earlier this year for Harper when he brought mm. Harper in and then he was playing like shit and he was like, Nope, you're out of here and yeah, pulled yeah. him right out. Um, I, I, I would have honestly been fine with that if that meant CCJ was coming on. Right. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm disappointed in, in his choices. Like obviously we're playing a short week. Um, so you know, things yeah, like, happen. But well, yeah, it was just I don't know. If we were playing to to get the win, at CCJ would have been good. Like we he he brought in Omir for uh, Amaya in the seventy third minute, and then Barlow for Yearwood, who came off um, after that that tactical foul um, that left him pretty shaken up. Um, so like I, I would have liked to have seen if 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 at any point. Like if you're was coming out because of an injury, just it's the 84th minute. Just put in CCJ for the next 10 and, and let's see what happened. Okay. Um, but I just think at a certain point, maybe even Struber realized that like the team was just like 
mentally like not there and it's like all right let's play for the draw like like I, I, that's the only possible thing i see where like barlow can can is good there to kill a game but frustrating when you're trying to maybe get a win on the road yeah totally agree i mean i so i'm in a little bit of a different place where i just like i don't have the energy to like um you know complain about so not not that that's what you guys were doing but like i don't have the energy to really think a whole lot about um blaming him for the subs it's again it's more that like like ccj not coming in is understandable for two reasons first of all it seemed like i mean that struber from the get-go had just decided that he wasn't going to play right and wasn't going to budge on that um and and also like the game should have been won with the guys who were on the field yes and so so just because of that is why it's hard for me to like look yeah like look at the subs and and i i yeah for for all we know like or for all we could have seen like barlow sort of did the job that he was expected to do yeah um which was basically stop toronto from building out of the back Mm -hmm. um like he 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 was never supposed to be the guy who came on and like got the goal like that like like he was subbed into midfield which doesn't make any sense on paper and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me even with the context of understanding why he was brought in but like he did do the job that he was probably asked to do yes now yeah i i i I don't know i mean i uh yeah where, where i'm at is like like the 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 sub with ccj i mean i i do totally agree with you though like like there's no reason not to put him in for 10 minutes yeah especially when like the one thing that you sort of need against uh, a team that itself is a little bit stretched because toronto actually were sort of going for the win um mm-hmm. like uh, like the guy who's probably better at playing a line breaking pass than anyone else on the team um yeah we we, we could have done with him for sure and i don't totally get the logic in being so steadfast in in uh refusing to play a guy because you want to play him four days from that from from that game like it's not like the game's tomorrow i don't know right yeah there's some time in between i mean by this point it's it's just it's kind of water under the bridge but it's it's frustrating just because that first half was just very dominant and for us to kind of just barely scrape by with a point is is, yeah it's pretty disappointing like a weak mentality thing is yeah it's is what it and I mean, that's the kind of thing that will take time to sort out but yeah it's, I mean, it's very that... frustrating to to see like basically two games in a row especially against philly when you're when you actually have a numerical advantage yeah. just sort of just sort of uh not even sit back and in, in like a sort of Mourinho type like kill the game sort of thing it's like sit back more out of fear than anything else oh no yeah it wasn't it wasn't a controlled kind of kill it was more just like a like trying to just survival yeah Uh, yeah i mean and to the point where where struber even said like going back to the whole mentally weak thing he's like i was disappointed like i'm like one i think he even like said like one to two players kind of didn't show me um i I forgot the exact wording of what he said but but he wasn't he was pretty upset something about about like like effort wasn't it yeah like like physical like running yeah Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he, he wasn't, he wasn't pleased with the result either. Um, but yeah. I wonder if he was talking about like two guys in particular, or if that was a more general, 
like at any given moment there were one yeah. or two guys who weren't pulling their weight and it could have been any of the outfield players yeah what's to say um all right uh three stars who, who wants to go first uh i i, I guess i'll go okay i'll i'll, I'll volunteer as the guinea pig yes. um third star third star uh oh man i should have prepared this <laughs> uh third th- third star i'm going to give to klimala for the goal mm-hmm. and because again i think i really think that like just based on the eye tests like like we have a top forward mm-hmm. and we we've seen we, we've started to see that now for the last couple of weeks that like the movement off the ball in wide spaces is just so good and yeah. so good at freeing up other guys to do things um that um i mean maybe that's why we still kind of do lack the killer instinct because the there's there's sort of the extra step of playing through a wide forward rather than um playing directly into a center forward like we had in the past with Wright phillips anyway um but yeah i'd give him the third star uh second star uh you know he probably should have been second star i really didn't prepare this (laughs) uh Second star I'm going to give to uh, to Tom Edwards because, again, I thought had a, another very solid game defensively. And, like, he's the one who ends up playing the ball who that unlocked the, the back line for the goal. Mm. And he had a few, a few of those, a few of those uh, balls from his own side of the field that, that put us into really dangerous positions. Uh, although probably should have been the third star. I should probably switch those. Anyway, and then first star <laughs> is Davis. For like okay. pretty much the same reason that he was, he, he's been uh, in these top three stars all season, which is like we, we are seeing the best of Sean Davis. And um, I, I quite enjoyed reading the Once a Metro piece on him uh, several days ago, which um, is kind of a good expose of like the, the vital role that he plays in this team of yeah. really like at, at, the, at this point where he's playing as as a six rather than in a position that doesn't suit him as much. Um, like we really see the sort of uh, killer uh, instinct in so far as being like a, uh, a guy who breaks things up in midfield and can win the ball and, and start attacks. Uh, and I thought, again, he was, he was excellent. So he's the first star. Okay. Steve, you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, so I get my third star to Edwards. Um, just another solid game in a position that he has absolutely no history of playing. Um, and I learned last night he's only 22 because I thought he was like 47 just by looking at him. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh i'm just really happy with him um i really hope that you know we exercise some sort of buy option on him at the end of the year because i think he's he fits this system really well and you know we 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 should be keeping him Mm -hmm. um second star i gave to fabio i thought he had another great game um his legs are six miles long and uh, there was a point where i don't remember who it was on toronto but like fabio was like a good two three yards away and the guy had the ball on the sideline and fabio just took one step and had the ball uh, yeah like i was like what what just happened <laughs> like, how did he do that um i'm just 
so impressed and happy with him this year. Uh, and first star Davis, he's just, he's so good. He's, he's just so vital to this team. I will continue saying, calling him the Jordan Henderson of this team, where you look at the stat line and you're not going to see him with, you know, two assists or a goal or, or this or that. You, you've got to dig down to find the stats that show what a good job he's doing. But if you just pay attention, like if he's not directly part of the play, he did something off the ball that you couldn't see on TV that caused that play to happen. Um, so I've just been really happy with him. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to give my third star to uh, Klamala for the goal. I wish I can just give them both to, to Fabio and Klamala just because... They really yeah. are a package. Yeah, because, like, I, <laughs> Fabio, like you guys said, like like you said, Steve, like, he's just... Some of the chances he creates are just, like, how do you do that? Like, what? what, what? Like, it's, it's... Yeah, like, the, the everything he did for the goal that we scored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that was just... Uh, without his like ridiculous like oh i'm gonna trip you i'm not i'm gonna bounce it okay here you go you try (laughs) like you you take a crack at it yeah Um, but but speaking of like wanting to give them both the both the star are there are they um uh flob what was it fob fob oh no oh god is this like or clibio <laughs> let's do the other the first one the former <laughs> no yeah they, they like I, I feel like as they play games together they will get more in sync and uh, like they will generate more more goals and any not just goals chances for goals and, and opportunities for the midfield to then maybe just pick at goals and things like that so that's why i have yeah i'm just gonna give them both my third star um yeah my second star is gonna go to edwards um, the, the thing, the word that always came to mind when I was seeing him out there yesterday was like, like wizen, like he was, no, not wizen. It was like calming. Like he's such a calming presence out there where like, even, even when we were in that second half, like he didn't look like he was panicking. He was almost to the point where he was trying to rally his back line to, to keep shit together. Um, yeah, I, I really do hope that we, we find a way to keep him because, um, his presence out there he's like you said he's a 22 year old person but he he looks like he's played soccer for like 30 years um and he's good he's good out there so he's gonna get my second star and yeah um davis is gonna get my first star just for the things you mentioned the 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 only thing i would maybe dock is just um given that he is the captain he he should maybe kind of have more input when he notices the rest of his team is is kind of looking a little bit mentally shaken i mean there's only so much you can do but but maybe just do a little bit more of, of your the role as a captain there but other, more. I, I i i will say like as as the captain of a sunday league team which i, I mean again completely there's... comparable to playing <laughs> professional soccer um like i i've certainly been in situations like that and it's it, it really is a case of like there's only so much you can do yeah, when everyone yeah. else's uh everyone else's heads heads are are, are down yeah um, when everyone like else you, is in their you own can only you can only so clap and say and say like 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 we go again so many <laughs> times before yeah. like th- yeah i mean people just tune you out <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you, you just got to do what sean davis does in the in the huddle and in the locker room just 90 fucking minutes fucking 90 fucking minutes <laughs> just curse 
fucking fuck <laughs> fuck all right clearly and we'll mark this episode as explicit got it <laughs> um, oh, i mean not, it's gr- i mean it's and i always do have, but this is like hmm. double explicit. like there's you're a not <laughs> you're you're not gonna do what arpan has to do and like bleep out like 90 percent of the all access video when they're in the locker room <laughs> no no i will not i don't have that much time <laughs> i mean it is wonderful to have a captain who like really does embody the spirit of the tri-state area of just yes. constantly yes. telling people that you know to go fuck themselves yes yes, yes. Um, so yeah he's gonna he's gonna get my first star i will give an honorable mention to drew yearwood because i think he had a good game there were moments where there was kind of frustrating um and also i'm not gonna give it to him out of pity but i, I just worry that that this injury i hope it's not worse than it that it looked um but i thought he had a good game there were some runs he made that 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 were were good to see from him so honorable mention to for for yearwood um yeah i mean the way he broke three uh, broke free on the on the run that ended up uh, with him getting injured that was the same run through, right that was the same through that kind of absolute play butchering of a foul um, yeah uh I, it was 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 absolutely stunning yeah yeah i mean it was the most energy we saw from anyone in the last half hour of that game right right and listen i'm, I'm not about to go into professional tactical fouls that's going to lead to two hours of yeah. it's good, it, like like I'm, I'm going to end up saying that matt doyle is right about something and we'll have to we'll have to cancel the yeah, podcast the show will just, will just, <laughs> this is the final episode we've gone too far to be clear i did not say that matt doyle was right i just said no, i was speaking did. hypothetically I, I've, I will scrub the, the last 30 seconds of the episode <laughs> just, you uh, know what just cut this part out yeah this part yeah just this part i will bleep the entire part <laughs> right um, so yeah redacted that, redacted redacted, redacted. Um, so yeah that does it for uh toronto um not really much in terms of news before we go into dc um there's some more stuff coming out with the uh the kaku lawsuit um I, we finally know what what the club is seeking in terms of damages they filed a complaint uh in federal court this week um it, there's it's it, there's a whole bunch of information out there um just for you to take a look at there's an article on once a metro um that kind of gives you a, a kind of a complete kind of overview of what happened this week look we have so many doctors and lawyers amongst us that like i expect a, a 14 tweet thread from greg uh <laughs> like breaking it all down for us and explaining like what are the odds they'll win <laughs> I'm just imagining as as they're asking for six million dollars. I'm just imagining that like uh, like Kevin Thelwell doing the Doctor Evil thing with his pinky. <laughs> pinky? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Thelwell, uh, with the when MSG broadcasted on Saturday before the Miami game that was canceled, um, a pretty interesting nugget of information was um, during an interview they had with him was that he mentioned the fact that um that Caden Clark could stay longer than or not stay longer either either stay longer or get loaned back to us should should the need arise to or something along those lines um which is interesting to hear because I don't really think we heard that back when when Adams got sent to over overseas um and if that's something that Bellwell has the pull to kind of ask and maybe it happens or maybe it doesn't it it'd be interesting to see it'd be good to see 
Um, yeah, the the way that I took his comments were that you know it it seemed very much like hey Caden might not be ready in January for first team minutes you yeah, know yeah. he's going to need to play so like why not here right like why send them to Leafering or wherever the fuck they send players over there like <laughs> let them stay here and you know continue getting first team minutes playing in the system he'll be playing in over there and when he's ready he goes right right um so maybe um, i hope so I mean, yeah, like i'm not gonna say i'm not like over here like giddy at the fact that he might be playing like it's not it's probably won't end up happening um but just knowing that there's that air of possibility is, is intriguing um there was one thing there was a tweet that i um that i forgot to um, mention before the show but um kind of a rumor i mean it's from a weird like us mnt account but um apparently kyle duncan is drawing interest from clubs in france um so that's something to kind of keep in mind that you know yeah we we might lose kyle duncan which oh no uh, that was really mean <laughs> i take i take that back like we i i have my issues with, with duncan but like I, I just hope we have if it happens i just hope and which we do for some degree but i would i just hope we have stuff lined up to to kind of fill his 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 spot on the chart again, and as long as we have healthy center backs we have tom edwards to play yeah, there. exactly again that like i guess the one thing is that we're in the very early stages of the regime and it's it's like not clear what the team's going to look like next year because we have no idea which of these loans are going to be <laughs> extended or or uh, t- turned into options to buy um uh, and there, yeah, I mean, we, we have quite a lot of insert, uh, uncertainty around a good chunk of the squad. Yeah. Uh, so assuming, yeah, it's like we have to assume a couple of things, assuming that we have fully fit center backs and then assuming that Tom Edwards um, is either bought or at least has the loan extended yeah. um, for another six months or a year, uh, then it's sort of no problem. Because, like, I, I don't think any of us are going to sit here and say that Kyle Duncan's a better fullback than Tom Edwards. Right. Even though we haven't really seen Edwards play at fullback a whole lot due to circumstances. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, that's basically all the news. There. Uh, 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 did the summer window open yet? Or does when does, when does that open? Because, uh, I mean, it's different for MLS. Than it, it, no, that's what I meant. I, that's, I meant the MLS yeah. summer window. It opened I'm, on, like, the 15th. Right? That's, uh, that's so weird. weird. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to quickly load this up. Uh, second window. Oh, yeah, it opened July 7th. It closes mm-hmm. on August 5th. So, that's okay. Hmm. All right. All right. I guess it makes sense because it's a mid-season window. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, right. it's also, like, our initial window for whatever reason doesn't open until february and then runs through like may so like yeah. timing for the for the it's north so american window is so fucking weird it's so weird um it's not like as cursed as like how in turkey they just for some reason uh despite being on the same schedule as everyone else decide to extend the window for like a week so then there's like an extra week where players can like players can go to or players can leave turkey but they can't go there and then there can be transfers within there it yeah i mean it's it, like like that makes no sense at all yeah this this i sort of get because we're working with an opposite schedule yeah yeah sorry about the 
no, no. <laughs> that's all good all right uh on to uh dc dc united Boy. those bastards of bastards um <laughs> sadly they are a soccer team um they are currently five uh, five two and seven they're currently ninth uh two draws right two draws yes uh okay. they're currently at 17 points um they're a point behind us um and we are going down to um audi field that lovely yeah, that, that lovely lovely place that shipping container <laughs> that shipping container that they call a soccer stadium um yeah so that's uh that's a sunday night right yeah sunday at eight sunday at eight i really want to go to that game um i gotta figure out if I yeah can I, I i can't i know it's i i probably won't be able to go but i i just i do want to go um what are your guys what are you guys feeling for for this game uh i mean their last game let me just quickly pull that they up. were down to nothing in chicago and scored two goals in the 82nd and 87th to draw 2-2 damn that was last night damn yeah yeah i mean um, also it's it's chicago imagine being 2-0 down to chicago <laughs> yeah oh, um i expect a win damn it yeah like i don't i don't this game feels like a win like i, I like we've been putting off like the statement game for like three weeks now <laughs> and that was supposed to it was supposed to be philly no it was, it was supposed to be um miami yes at least we didn't play it and it was really supposed to be toronto like like this is the game now <laughs> like yeah, we, we, we keep we keep procrastinating but but like 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 this is the one this is finally the one where uh we're gonna break out and we're gonna absolutely crush them so both of both of us we're in very weird positions where like we're essentially in the beginnings of what is a, a refresh for for yeah. each club they have uh, i forgot their coach's name they have a new coach losada yeah losada thank you yeah um you know we're just getting our our getting figured out what what our regime and our our style is going to look, look like so i'm kind of intrigued i do think we can get out of there with a win just cuz like i don't know they they they're hot and cold like they 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 like yes they they beat teams like toronto 7-1 but then like i don't know for them to go down to Chicago to nothing and they crawled back to, to draw, but I don't know. There's not much, there's not much there, you know, they, they feel like a very sort of mediocre team with a decent project going on. Yeah. Um, I feel like the way that they set up will maybe cause some problems because uh, they're, I don't know. They, uh, they might press us a little bit higher than, than Toronto did and the way that we've been stretched particularly in second halves that could cause problems but again if if we're looking at if we're looking at almost a stylistic mirror not that they are exactly but almost a stylistic mirror of ourselves like you have to back us as being the team with more quality yeah I'm looking at some of the names on on this DC team and they're they're Andy Nahar Julian Gressel good lord Ola Kamara, Paul, Paul Ariola, like it's, I don't know, it's Yamil Assad, fucking Briant is <laughs> on this team. I, I just, I don't know. I, I really do think that we can, we, we should, not we should, like should is, is like 
it comes down to circumstance but we we can i want we I mean, can. like 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 we 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 put together a, a solid like if we play for like we did for 60 minutes what was it yeah. yesterday yeah um if we play like that and are a little bit less profligate in front of net yeah and maybe a, like like not it's not even profligate because we didn't miss we didn't really miss too many chances it was more like we the final a, ball was wrong yeah we didn't take advantage um, of the chances we had uh so I, I, I yeah i mean i i, I certainly think that that uh but between the the forward pair that we have like there's no excuse for the two of them not to play like i, I like I, i'm they played the full I'm 90, really, right? they did but again with f- three full days rest yeah i don't know I, I really don't have the patience to see Tom Barlow starting up top. Or Royer. Like, I know. I, yeah, I don't want to see, a, or like, a Royer, Kamala, a Royer, Fabio up front. Like, I just, I want to yeah. see Fabio Yeah, I mean, it should be there. the two of them. I know I they have s- to do a lot of running. Yeah, I um, want to see CJ. I, 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 I get that. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's, it, this is, this is the kind of, like we should have our, our, our essentially our best love and, and and there's players that are are on the verge of coming back like i think um is gutman gutman is is kind of a he's, he was on the bench for for the game against toronto um nihilus was also on the bench yeah um so we have defensive reinforcements um um the midfield we should we should definitely ccj should be out there it should be Caden should probably get the Clark. Uh, the Caden should probably get the Clark. <laughs> Jesus, Caden should get the start. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel like, given the circumstances, and, and just to get a good result, like I, I like, I would love for us to get a win down there. Like, I mean, that's a stupid thing to say, given it's a it's a rivalry game. But like, I it, I I want us to kind of put our best foot forward and, and get a, a three points out of it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's at the point where like one win and again not a win where you're holding on by a thread like a like a really solid yeah. uh um convincing victory would do a lot just again i mean if, if if the biggest problem with this team which i think is is true if the biggest problem is is on the mental side of things like what better way to deal with that than by actually just winning games in order to get the confidence up because i think that's sort of what we noticed early in the season where like the players in like like being sort of instructed in a new system uh and fully buying into it like we 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 saw from the first game even though they lost but from the first game just passing the eye test in a way that they hadn't for for a couple of years mm-hmm. um confidence isn't just about you know like uh being a college football coach and saying rah rah in the locker room like so much of it comes from actually having uh, a cohesive plan and more importantly like good results to build off of and confidence in the idea not 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 just in the 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 actual x's and o's that you that you execute on the field but like the idea that the that the the the, uh the tactical setup that you're working in actually does work and if everyone does their job then you're going to win games and i feel like this is the kind of game where like a resounding 3-1 win or something would do like the world of good in a way that like like be above and beyond what it normally would. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's my prediction for when we get to that. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna say we can we can get out of there with. I'm, I'm gonna say a three-one win. 
I, th- I really think the offense is on the verge of clicking, like just like fully clicking together. I think we can get out of there with a 3-1, 3-1 win. So that, that's my prediction. Yeah, I think 3-1 is, is what I'm going to go with as well. All right. And Pat, you said, what, what did you say? I, I, I said 3-1. You said 3-1 as well? Okay. Yeah, I, I, it's... We've been made to look so stupid in predictions <laughs> for the last several weeks. Like, I don't know why. Why I mean, do we I do this? Why do we keep yeah, doing this to ourselves? Do I mean, I know that we're not the podcast that people go for for the real, like, cutting-edge, like, tactical uh, analysis. Like, we are we are the, the Away Days podcast. Yes, yes. But, yes. like, like, why do people listen to people who who keep completely uh butch- butchering these predictions saying that we were going to win in new england that second game good lord <laughs> oh, that first game we right, should be ashamed of ourselves silly people speaking of like I, I the um what's it called the border opens on august, the canadian border opens on august 9th and then we go to montreal august 14th so yeah i've already uh i've already started You've already started planning. If, if we can, is get there going to gonna be a bus? <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a bus. Uh, so you pick it up at uh, at um, the Port Authority bus terminal. Um, just follow the signs. The for... one in Washington Heights, not the one in, in Times Square. The the one uptown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, just just look for the sign that says Montreal and get on that bus. Um, I'll see you up there. <laughs> oh, okay, got it. Um, um yeah it's it's all going to depend on if uh their stadium capacity opens up further because yeah. right now they're at a reduced capacity so it's only right. season ticket holders and whatnot i mean the stadium only holds 18 people to begin with so <laughs> it's i don't think we'll be able to get uh you know a, a batch of tickets but... also the u.s hasn't really reciprocated the whole we've opened the border part of the deal. Like, like Canada said like, oh, you can come in, but the U.S. hasn't said, hey, you can come back. So like, we're still yeah. going on that. Um, yeah, I'm really confused by the fact that um, like, y- if you're European, you can't get into the United States, but somehow Paul Pogba was at the Miami game. Apparently every footballer ever was at the Miami game. Yeah, and they watched, like, and they watched, they watched Miami lose like five nothing. Yeah, like does Pogba have citizenship somewhere else that he's able to get into the country? Like, is it? I mean, if if I'm being, if I'm can be sincere for thirty seconds, he might actually have Ghanaian citizenship. Okay. Ah, yeah, because I, I, I don't know if I don't know if he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because I know you know like people with European EU passports and UK passports can't get into the country. Um, so, you know, obviously Messi's here. So if you're from South America, you can get in. Hmm. Um, but I wasn't sure how the fuck he got here. <laughs> Very uh, yeah. confusing. Hmm. All right. Let's go, let's go to questions. Uh, question time. Uh Da, 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 da. I don't have any lyrics this week. I don't know. All right. Um, Jesus. Yeah, that was very low effort. I'm I'm burnt out this week. <laughs> I'll have I'll I'll I'll, have, I'll be better next week. I'll I'll think of something better. Um, Monica from Twitter asks. She says she wants to talk about the evidence I discovered of the network of spies that Armas has co- has been collecting information on journalists league wide. All right. So she's referring to the fact that apparently um, on the Toronto broadcast. Um, 
like he someone along the line said along the lines that like Toronto didn't brought like essentially had the same players as last year and didn't reload and that's why he didn't perform well oh my god and it's and at, at that point when I heard that I was just like what 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 does, what does he have on everyone that covers this league like he's like Littlefinger where he just has little spies I, everywhere I think he just is the head of the gym teachers union and, <laughs> and if these uh media personalities don't say nice things about him then their children will fail PE yeah. and not be able to graduate He'll, they'll force um, their kids to to climb the, the the rope to the yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly every every week every week yeah i don't know um, I, yeah no go ahead no no you know you, you you go you go Pat. well I, I was just gonna say like right i i'm briefly gonna break my rule of not ever talking about chris armis mm-hmm, ever mm-hmm. again because we don't have to yeah we don't um but uh yeah it it, it again it it, it, ne- it does never cease to amaze me how uh like i've never i've never seen someone even people who were longtime mls vets and uh u.s national team players um i've never seen someone as like like uh you know vehemently defended as as him um despite showing absolutely nothing in terms of actual quality as a coach at a certain Um, point i just think it's like like pity like it feels it is it is people like like people feel bad for him again because like i i I suppose it is it is just like the he's a nice guy thing and like i was friends with him when we played it at galaxy or or whatever and uh, yeah i think i think part of it is like we were so mean to him and we're so mean to them yeah. that like it, they have that, to stick up for him. Well, they have to stick up for him and them admitting that he's a terrible coach means they agree with us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, right. I, I mean, I was, I was going to say, not allowed to happen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, part of it is that I, I was going to say more on like the, 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 the soccer side where like these people who had, been refusing to admit that like the project that's been going on here in New York has actually been half decent like uh right an, an admission that he did a bad job would yeah as you said in the same way like uh would be an admission that maybe the project actually is decent um mm-hmm. uh I, yeah <laughs> honestly just hating us is like a, a big part of it but that's a pretty you do you think that we should in turn start hyping up Chris Armis for the, <laughs> chance, for the off chance that Atlanta United is thinking about hiring him? Oh, like, I, I was going to cap this question by saying we're never going to talk about Chris Armis again until he gets announced as the, as the Atlanta United. <laughs> oh my God. It's, I would cry. Yeah. I mean, we, we had that, there's that potential moment when he almost went to DC and I was just like, Oh baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it, I, I don't know. I think I would like mentally break <laughs> if Chris Arvis went to Atlanta and like the same day they announced uh, the Las Vegas move. Like well, that'd be the day of days. That would just there would that would be the greatest day of my life. Like <laughs> never get higher than that. 
because, oh, because a good thing, a great thing could happen any day, but two things on the same day no. would just... No. Uh, like a double no. rainbow. Yeah. What does it right. mean? <laughs> 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 uh, thank you, Monica. Because the Las Vegas thing, would that would be like that would be as great a day as one could I mean, possibly I, have in soccer. Like, I, like I've already that, mentioned my plans for what like you, that, that day comes. Yeah. See, like you, 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 it, it can't get better than that. So, so if something even mildly decent happens to me, like, like if, if, uh, if I go to, if I go to Taco Bell and they put a, a, a few extra chips in my nachos by mistake, like, like that would send me over the moon because I'm already at the limit of, of, of possible happiness. Yeah. See, I, I feel like if, if that Vegas move ever happened, which it won't, and we can't get our hopes up, but oh my God, if that happened, holy shit. Like flying to Vegas is super fucking cheap. I hate Vegas. So much oh, yeah, you just came from Vegas. Yeah. I did. I did. It's the worst city in the world. <laughs> But just imagine, like, they make the announcement, and they're like, we're going to have a hype yeah. party, and we all fly out there for the hype party. Like, it's on, it's on MajorLeagueSoccerSoccer.com. It's just a bunch of Red Bull fans celebrating <laughs> in Las Vegas. Having a uh, blast. Yeah, like, oh, my God, that would, that would be on par with Pucky the Whale. Like, I, I don't uh, – that would just – where I briefly thought you were going with this was saying that it was going to be like when when Sam Hammam uh, proposed to move Wimbledon to Dublin and said, <laughs> "Don't," and said, "Don't worry, I will pay for you. It, it's super cheap to fly from from London to Dublin. I'll pay for your flights, season ticket holders." <laughs> like I'm imagining, right? Not that they would ever do that because, uh, like, like the yeah. Sheikh Mansour is way less involved and also way less personable than than uh, Hamam was. But like, just imagining him going like, "Oh, don't worry, like we'll pay for your five hour flight to the mis- the middle of the desert from from Laguardia." Like, the- no, <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> to the historic inaugural oh, home opener to Electric Boogaloo. No, they would they would force them to like get on a plane up in like Newburgh. Like, <laughs> going to Teterboro, yeah. Stewart. <laughs> going to fucking Teterboro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, it's nice God. to meet Yeah. Uh, Thomas Henry asked, um, "Is this the lowest point of this rivalry?" I'm assuming he's talking about us in DC. Um, or does it just feel that way because of the year without fans? Is this the lowest point? I honestly think it's. it's I want to say yes. Low. Yeah, like. When was the last time you remember losing to DC? Not drawing, losing. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, there was, of course, the Eric Sorga game, um, yes. which yeah, the, again, we won't go into details because of the the, the rule on yes. talking about. Yeah. Him. Anyway, um, but yeah. Well, I, I can actually give you the answer, not including that game because it was a fake season. The last time we lost was 2016, right? Are you yeah. serious? Yes. Yeah. No yes. shit. Yes. yes. It was. Uh, we're at um, the point. Yeah, God. No, it, I, I, it was like a Patrick Mullins and a, or no, Patrick Niarco and some other dickbag who scored on us. Mm. Um, and uh, it was just a just a not fun game all around. We lost two 0 That was a lot. Like like again, not including the fake season. That's the last time they've beaten us. Was five yeah. years ago. 
Yeah, we're we're at the point in the rivalry where they were when I came in, where like they just beat the shit out of us all the time, and it was like, oh yeah, we play Red Bull, like we'll kick the shit out of them, whatever. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, sure. Um, and now the the shoes been on the other foot for a good decade, really. Like, mm-hmm. it's just been it's been very one sided. The last well. time the last time they had back to back wins against us was in 2014. Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest, I'm surprised it's that recent. <laughs> uh, because I, I really, like, yeah, sort of, so, so I've been following this team, like, in, in, in a fairly tuned-in way for 13, 14 years, in a super tuned-in way for, like, seven. Mm-hmm. And, like, I never remember them uh, having any sort of edge on us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, again, you have to go back to like the giant stadium days really right right um yeah because i mean it's it's, yeah since the loss in 2016 it's draw draw win draw win 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 draw win draw sorga game win fake season fake season win yeah (laughs) um that's wild yeah so so this absolutely is the lowest point and i mean actually i i think it was either last episode or the episode before before we went on the air on our super official channel um uh, steve and i were were talking about like nycfc moving to las vegas and i don't remember exactly why i brought it up but i basically did say that like at this point i do hate nycfc more than dc united because the, the they're just like the dc fans are not online like they still use facebook and like like they're still on uh, big soccer. like aim yeah they're on big soccer like they, yeah. they still got their screen names and like, shit like uh and i don't know maybe maybe some people won't be terribly happy with me for saying this but like like the idea that there's any sort of like constant bickering between the two fan bases like the the worst it's gotten was when was when the dc uh team account um made made a thread of of mls teams as as candies and made us circus peanuts like, yeah. like that's that yeah, is as intense as that's as intense as this rivalry has been yeah, in the I've, last like three years. I've had a larger fight with the DC United uh, Twitter account from the Supporter Shield account than I have ever yeah. had my private account with a DC United fan. I like I have DC United fans that follow me on Twitter that I'm friends with. Yeah. Like for for me. Like, I'll go back to when I was, like, when NYC first came in the league and I was mailing them, like, brooms and football (laughs) and just, like, being a fucking pain in the ass. And I remember somebody asked me, they were like, did you ever mail anything to DC or, like, DC fans? And I was like, no. And they're like, but they're your biggest rival. I'm like, yeah, but I respect them. Like, I don't respect NYCFC. I don't don't know. NYCFC, I hate their fans. I hate, like... I hate everything about them. Well, yeah, but like, like with DC, I hate their players. I hate Bill Hamid. Yes, like, I hate right. Everybody that fucking plays for them. I hate. I mean, I, I don't know that. That is sort of how I feel about NYCFC, though. Like, like cool. it, it is at a point, and I, I understand. Like, maybe yes. But but for me, it's beyond yeah. beyond Sean Johnson, I couldn't name a single another person on they, their they fucking are, team. So so that is actually true that like NYCFC not, not that we have to talk about NYCFC a whole lot we've already said that name too many times on this episode but <laughs> they have they do have like a super anonymous and boring team and have for the last three years or so yeah um, 
which, yeah, I mean, even even that rivalry feels like it's c- completely slipping away. And, and I'm not talking about just like TV numbers, but it it, it feels like their own fans have sort of mailed it's it been, in. Di- it's also been diluted because we literally play them like 16 times yeah. a year. Yeah. yeah. Like, like they can't wait to move to Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like for for me... You know, I I hate DC. I hate mm-hmm. like the entire organization, but like I'm cool with like Jimmy and James and like a bunch of the other guys over there and Screaming yeah. Eagles. Like those guys are chill. Like they're fine. We'll have a drink with them. Uh-huh. Uh, but there's like nobody on the NYC side that I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's cool. Except for my one friend that I was friends with, uh, I don't know, like 12 years before they came into the league. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like it's, other than that, like there's nobody cool over there. <laughs> no, 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 and, and and that's I think that's this is sort of what I what I said when we talked about this. Steve is like, I don't think that there's actually anything like culturally different between us and DC. It's like we're we we are the same a, type. We're the same type of person who lives in two different cities. But with NYCFC, it is absolutely a different type of person who supports that team because. Yeah they came into the league under different circumstances with like a different plan and a different uh, thing that they were selling. Yeah, um, yeah there is definitely a, like, as, like I, yeah, as sorry, more expansion teams come in, there is definitely more of a, I don't want to say brotherhood, but like union between MLS 1.0 groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we've, we've already had friendships with, you know, like Lars over in LA go, dating back to uh, MLS Cup 2008. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, look at us and, and the New England supporters. Right. You right. Know, like, might as well just be best friends. <laughs> you know, the, the teams, the groups that have been around, you know, long enough to watch their team be good, then bad, then good, then bad, then good, then bad. Like, we all just kind of have to stick together at this point. Um, so that's kind of how it feels like it is with DC. Like, yeah, we hate each other. Yeah, we'll tell each other to go fuck ourselves, but then like we'll shake hands and walk away. Yeah. Like, it's, like, yeah. it's almost like a gentleman's, you know, rivalry. Yeah. Right. Like we just need monocles, top hats, and canes and like, <laughs> and, like dueling gloves. And, like and, and also just like like the history of why it's a rivalry in the first place, that it was it was intense meetings on the field in yeah. the early days of MLS. And I suppose as close to a local derby as you could get back in the 90s. Right. Um, but uh, really sort of the same reason that we've developed rivalries with Atlanta and Toronto in more recent years. Right. That like... It's on we the were, field stuff as opposed yeah, to like... Yeah. I just don't like the reason you guys yeah. exist and like yeah. just the way you people are. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I will say this in regards to DC, yes. Like given recent results, we've kind of like our eyes have diverted to like other places to like find that kind of like that, that sense of rivalry. Like they're still rivals, but it's just like, eh, like you guys, we we kind of been like slapping you guys around for a few years now. So it's like not very fun. Let's see what else we can find out there. Second thing I want to mention, like they're, like you said, they're not very online. Their, their social media is unbelievable. Their social media is like stuck in like the early 2000s like it feels very dated like they're they're not yeah. like they're not us they can't compete with with our our quality memes no um no. and yeah it's it's basically boils down to like we've been through like 
basically a lot of shit. They had down years. We've had down years. We we have success. I mean, their success is from a very long time ago. Um, but like we've we've kind of had these moments where we know what these things feel like, and it's just like we can respect each other on that level. Like there's other teams out there now where like we look at them and it's just like you guys, I, I don't like you, like any portion yeah. of you. Yeah. Um yeah. Virtually every expansion team, save 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 for two, and I think they both know who they are. Yeah, but on on like the flip side, if we lose on Sunday, I'm gonna be I'll be fucking pissed. I'm gonna be so angry because fuck losing to DC. Yes, like I look at these games expecting a win, and like if we somehow lose, I'm gonna be just absolutely beside myself pissed yeah. off in that stadium because yeah. this is for four fucking hours this is the closest thing to essentially a, mm-hmm. a a real game since what like a year in a year and a half mm-hmm. yeah. so like this the game has actual stakes they're in ninth place we're in eighth we're we're, we're playing i mean it's it's almost august like it's to that point now where like you know you have to start thinking about like it's kind of a ways away but you still think about like playoff like things and things like that so like there's there's stuff on the line here yes um so yeah if we if we don't get a result i, I would be livid like the rivalry is at a low but it's still a rivalry you'll we'll mm-hmm. still be fucking pissed next week yeah. if we come back and we we, we lost two nothing or whatever chris you you, you want to hear something the, yes. the last the last real game against dc was the emulators part two game oh was it really at home yes no. yes oh. yes yes that, that, oh, that was the last that was the last time we've played them in a game that wasn't fake season oh man that was that was a draw that was that nil nil yeah uh, yeah that was a sucky game <laughs> that was a sucky game in a sucky season <laughs> oh man so yeah um yeah thank you for that question that was a good good that was really good that was a good discussion I w- i'm so happy that we got that question yeah thank you thomas for the question appreciate it man um and yeah, that's it. That does it for this 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 episode this week. Um, we all say three one win, and like we just said a few seconds ago, if we if we lose, we fucking livid, just screaming at our mics next week. Um, who do we play next? That that, that is if I don't England. break my phone in half out of anger. Yes, please don't break your phone. We, we play New England next week. Huh? Again, again, again. This is crumbs. Oh my God! So yeah, New England next week on Saturday. Oh, it's at home. Okay, there you go. It's not not in f- fucking Foxborough again. That's a relief. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Until then, uh, adios, goodbye. See ya. Bye.